they're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a dawn mean I'm just a bad boy, gone clean I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober Don't drink liquor and all the game's over Be the plane, I explain it to my broker Three bots in the hood, top down, it ain't over You know there's more, man, where that come from Me and cool the love, rolling back to back in one See, the names have all changed since I've been around But the game ain't the same since I left out That's right, we are back. Episode 8 of the Midwest Babylon Podcast. We took a, a little bit of a, a hiatus, if you will. Yatus. Uh, but, we, but we're back, uh, and we'll get into all sorts of stuff, and we'll kind of get into why uh, why the show was on hiatus for a while. Uh, kind of an unscheduled basement remodel. The uh, school year has started. Uh, talk about some movies and some TV, uh, what's out there, what's coming out. Uh, it's a video game podcast that we kind of suck about talking about video games, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We're, we're and then, old uh, and we're parents, it's hard to really play a lot of video games. Also you know? true. Like we play one that we and like. Now you're a coach too. Yeah. Add that next level, right? You're coaching other people's kids, I'm, so that's got to be a little I'm weird. I'm such a grown-up. <laughs> I'm a super grown-up. I'd like to not adult today, if that's possible. I'm almost a full-grown man. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to be full-grown, dude. God willing. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you might grow out, but you're not growing up, if you know what I'm saying. Turned out. So, so I think the last podcast we did was back in May, and uh, near Memorial Day. And so I vaguely remember the day. We had rain for a couple days straight, lots of it. Didn't think much of it. I remember taking one of the kiddos to a doctor's appointment for an ear infection and did in fact have an ear infection got a call from the missus on the way home saying hey uh, we haven't left yet because she was going to take the oldest to girl scouts Uh, i came down the stairs i think she said or was going up the stairs took a step in the basement and uh, there's a bit of splash Curse splash a little bit a little bit of noise we were uh, trying to make our basement into a swimming pool evidently so long story short enough rain uh, our, we do have a sump pit as well as a sump, and it quit working. So all the water that it was supposed to be pumping out uh, made a glorious entrance into our basement. Uh, so it kind of started the uh, unscheduled basement remodel that was a couple months in the making, unfortunately, because insurance had to get involved. Of course, you have to dry out the basement, and you're trying to get contractors lined up to fix your, or install your carpet, uh, finish, do your finish work, because you had to do some of uh, sheetrocking work and, and tearing some stuff out to prevent any sort of mold, right? So you got to keep it safe down there. Kids' bedrooms are down there. So that uh, delayed us a couple months. Uh, everything's done. We went from carpet to a hardwood surface in, in all the non-bedroom areas. Got a new vanity in the bathroom, so that's kind of cool, right? Uh, did a luxury vinyl tile, so like I said, it's all hard surface. Big, big uh, uh, area rug that we put in the actual living room down there. So it's something that we wanted to do eventually, but uh, like I said, it was an unscheduled basement remodel, so we did kind of do what we could and made the best of it. But we were literally living on one story, all six of us, so me, the wife, the two kiddos, uh, and two dogs, all on one floor. So that was pretty miserable. Now, the only thing that good came, I wouldn't say the only thing good that came from it, but one habit that I started back up, a positive habit, uh, was reading. 
did quite a bit of reading because that's all we could do because no video game systems. Uh, the TV was trying to be shared by three other people. Uh, so was reading quite a bit, read all of Howard Stern's books, um, and, uh, and just kind of kept doing that. Then once we put everything back together, I stopped reading. So that's kind of neat. Uh, until recently, I made a decision, a mental decision that I was going to continue to read. And so I've got back on that train, the local library I have visited a couple times. I've donated $17 for keeping so many books for longer than I should have. Donated, huh? Donated. 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 Cool. Yep. I feel like I just bought books for them, right? Uh, really, I just wanted to check more out. So... Uh, that's kind of where I was at of the delay on episode eight. No, it wasn't because Game of Thrones was over and we didn't have any more content or anything to talk about, which that's still depressing, especially with how it ended. But no, that's, that's not the reason. No, we should be excited because we have things that are less depressing to talk about. I mean, really. More positive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of talking about disappointing things all the time. I mean... Like, your tone talking about your basement flooding was better than our tone talking about Season 8. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> and what's nice with the basement is uh, I have a damn good insurance agent. You know, I just got to give a shout-out to my uh, my insurance company, American National. They did cover pretty much fixing the entire basement because we did a lot of the work ourselves uh, as well as um, uh, kept it family and friends that I knew of that helped work on keep the price down, if you will, worked with me. Um, so that, that kind of helped quite a bit. So we were able to do it with what we had available to us. So very little, I don't think anything out of pocket, honestly. I think I even squished, uh, squished the $300 rug that the wife absolutely had to have <laughs> and kept that within what we got reimbursed for. So that's good news. Well played, well played. Carpet can get messy, and it's one of those things that you don't really know. It might be messy until it's too late. Mm -hmm. Or it starts to stink pretty bad. Whereas with a hard surface, it's a little easier. Yeah. So that's 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 a big portion of the delay in uh, in episode eight. But hopefully, we can make this a little bit more recurring. If so, for you, big things that have happened, right? So it's kind of the excitement. I wouldn't say excitement, but uh, what happened? You started your new job. Yep. Yep. Right. Not only that. Not only you're a teacher in. <clears throat> rural america but you are also the football assistant coach yes assistant coach yeah so, so i'm kind of a, tell I, me all, tell, tell us all about that well <clears throat> i went uh i went to the workouts all throughout the summer just cause, so the kids could get to know me and honestly i got some time to lift too uh don't want to be just a complete tub of lard or anything trying to tell kids hey you need to work out you need to hit the weights and stuff but <clears throat> started our Started practice on like August twelfth or whatever. School started on the twenty first. Um, it's kind of been busy, been rolling ever since. It's been a lot of fun, especially well, all of it has. Coaching was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. You know, I thought I was just gonna do my best, put my time in. You know, go from there. But I've I've found that I've I really enjoy it. Um, even the lows, I even enjoy um, coaching it through the lows and stuff like that. But been a pretty good experience thus far and I'm, I'm happy with the switch that i made but uh i would say i am when you say switch from from the previous job to the new job yes from the previous job to the new job i, I, gotcha. I will say I'm, I'm i would say i'm more busy right now you know i get to enjoy yeah. saturdays more often though at home uh sure. but sure. this will all pay off you know once football season's over it'll be a nice weight off the shoulders and then the upcoming summer is going to be really great so but yeah when it, is football when does football season wrap up? Um, our last regular season game is on the 17th, and then uh, postseason from there on. I mean, it depends on how we do, I guess. What's your guys' record right now? <laughs> Four and one. It's not bad. No, no, it's not. Well, we should be. So you have another game next week. I'm actually going to go be at, right? Yep. What's the thought there? Is that going to be a tough game, or, or should it be pretty easy? <sighs> you know, we were... it should be, I mean, should it be the Cowboys versus the Dolphins? No, no, I don't think it'll quite be like that. I, um, and no, it won't be quite like that. We should, we should, we we on paper, we look good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see after after last night, after the loss last night. You know, I can't be saying anything. Uh, can't get too cocky. I mean, it's not like we're walking around thinking we're gonna stomp everyone, but our weaknesses really uh, came became prevalent last night. So 
depending on how our week goes, how we take care of business. You know, it could be it could be a pretty a fun game to watch, fun game to play for us, but it could also be a very uh, stressful game, <laughs> just like last night. So then, you, is it the you said it was the offensive side of the ball that you guys struggled the most? We struggled, yeah. I'd say, yeah, we struggled the most on offense. Usually, our offense is a bit of a powerhouse. We just got to do the little things right, man. We weren't blocking very well, and that's that's really where it all starts, you know. Um, our passing game was weak. And obviously we couldn't run without any blocks, but on defense, you know, we, 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 we didn't get any pressure on the quarterback. We weren't shooting any gaps. Our coverage was okay. Just, we, we didn't flow. Our linebackers didn't flow very well and just nothing really worked. We tried, we adjusted a lot. We tried to do a lot of different things, different personnel and really nothing worked. We just, we got it handed to us. We like, we made a lot of little mistakes. Obviously that didn't help, but, uh, sure. I mean, uh, there's no way a person could think we deserve to win that game the way we played. And you didn't. No. So there you go, yeah. right? And like, like statistically, our stats weren't too far off from theirs. Like, obviously, they had, you know, they had more yards than us. Uh, yeah. But, like, not that many more. Not, like, twice as many yards as us. So, you know, that tells you that there were a lot of mistakes that we made that we, we didn't succeed. We didn't finish drives like they did. We had a lot of, we had turnovers, man. We had, like, five turnovers. Yeah, dude, tough to win a game when you have turnovers like that. Right, you? right, right. And they, I think the differential was negative uh, five. I don't think we – no, wait, 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 we did recover a fumble from them. But by Negative four. By that point, it's a little too late because it was kind of fourth quarter. They were just running the clock down anyway, you know. Yeah, game was over. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a good experience. Uh, it was a learning experience for us as a team to kind of see what exactly we need to work on, what we're actually made of because we've been rolling this whole time, you know, all season so far. So now we know really what we need to focus on. And it was good for me, too, being a first-year coach, kind of seeing what kind of stuff I need to work on, what kind of stuff I need to look for. You know, I mean, I've suspected several things were going to be our weaknesses. But actually seeing sure. seeing them get exploited like that, it's, it's eye-opening, you know. We needed a, a, a butt-kicking, so to speak. So hopefully this is it. Gotcha. Good stuff. Yep. So the one thing that we talked about in the past was this is nine versus nine. Yep, nine mil. football. What does that mean? So where where do the two people get cut? Basically from? on defense you lose your safeties unless you want to put a, a safety up back, you know, uh, a safety over the top, in which case you're generally gonna be running just like a three man line. Because you don't want to lose any linebackers, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give up that second level. Um and then on offense it's basically you don't have tackles. You have a center, gotcha. two guards. And then, you know, tight ends you might have on the side there. And so <clears throat> when it comes to formations, instead of having, uh, what is it, six men down in 11-man, you, yeah. you only have five men on the line in nine-man. Mm-hmm. And then that's basically it. That's, that's kind of how it is. So it's, it's a wide-open field then. So speed really is the, the, the big factor there. Um, getting around the edge and stuff without a safety over the top. A lot of times you get around the edge, man, you can take it to the house. Right. Very cool. Yeah. So is it really run driven or is it more pass driven? Either or. It could it could go either way. I mean, there's really? there are teams like last night. It was both of us were playing a lot of spread. Um, really yeah. opening up, huh? Very cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There is a lot of passing, but I mean, if you can run around the edge, man, you're in, you're in pretty good shape there. Cool. Speed kills. Just not everybody so has a quarterback speed, that can throw a dime. You know. Sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with getting rushed at. It's different when you're playing flag football championship. Um. So, and another reason that slowed us the hell down was your internet. Oh yeah, dude, man. what the hell, bro? Like as frustrated as I was last night, that pales in comparison to how frustrating the internet fiasco has been here, man. Oh, we have, we have a, a municipal internet company, and uh, it's gonna fold here pretty soon, anyways, because uh, like tribal internet's coming. But um, so we're we're using outdated technology. And it's mismanaged from the top down. Anyways, I think there was a storm, and it, it wrecked um, some equipment on a tower that's honestly like 20 miles away or 30 miles away or something. But the, the, the guy who operates the company, he let his climbing certificate expire. And this is what this is hearsay, I guess. This is what I heard, but from pretty decent resources. Um, so then, you know, he'll say something like, hey, I just need, you know, one of the city councilman to sign off on this so that if I fall down, you know, I'll still be taken care of. I won't get in trouble for climbing even though I'm uncertified. 
And they're like, no, that's not going to happen. You have to find somebody to do it or you have to get recertified. Well, hey, that sounds like a safe decision. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, instead, okay. nothing happens. And there, I mean, you talk to the right people and, the, you know, they think that something in, in something internally in the equipment was wrong anyways the whole time. So <clears throat> there was that. So it was never running as optimally as it should have been. And now this equipment goes down and it has been absolute garbage the internet um couldn't even really watch just say it like it is it's it's been dog shit yes dog shit i'm uh, sorry i forgot I'm, I'm so used to censoring myself so much more now i'm cussing it keeping I, it pg I force yeah. it out shit we, this, <laughs> god damn it balls fudge bob saget anyway <laughs> uh <clears throat> so it's I, I couldn't even watch netflix you know um doing anything online was terrible so there was that internet was junk um, and then also Verizon. So we don't we don't have we don't uh, we don't carry Verizon or we we weren't Verizon customers, but we were both on Straight Talk, and our phones pinged off of Verizon towers or a tower, I guess. You know, in this area there's only one, but that was suffering too. And I suspected maybe it was because the uh, with the broadband or our, our local internet company being down, people were just going to be using their their mobile data, but. No, actually, well, you have to. There was, you didn't have a choice. There was an equipment issue there too that they haven't fixed yet. Because I mean, is it really worth them? How much? How much money is it going to cost them versus how much money is it going to save them? So anyway, right. <clears throat> Verizon was junk too, so we couldn't even use our phones like in in our house, especially. But outside, even it wasn't very good. So finally, so not only not only did your ISP your internet yep. right go to crap, even your phone service was taking a dump yeah like in our house it was so bad you know i figured it was because the house was steel siding and stuff no uh anyways last month or no just like a week or so ago went to go pay our uh, city bills including that internet bill and i was like you know what fuck this i told the lady i wanted to cancel and she's like are you sure yeah i'm sure what the hell what am i gonna pay for nothing for you know so <laughs> that, that was that was your proverbial mic drop i'm out of here bitches yeah you're lucky I'm paying for my water. Anyway, we uh, I do that, and I'm kind of thinking, you know, that might have been a little bit rash, but uh, what the hell, we'll roll with it. Maybe maybe we'll drive, you know, two hours away, and we'll get ourselves AT&T plans just so we have something good. Because people I've talked to, um, they're saying the AT&T service is great, and I'm like, that's worth a shot. And there is also uh, an option for internet service. I forget the name of it. Nobody ever gave me the actual name of it. Some people guessed what the name was, but... It was aggravating trying to figure something out, man. I was getting pissed. Anyway, right. that service pinged off of the AT&T tower. Anyway, so everything was just pointing to, you know, AT&T is a good option. Sure. So I'm like, what the hell? Let's just, let's check out AT&T. So we go there, man, and we get switched over. And like, say if our our straight talk was 50 bucks a piece, our internet was 50 bucks for garbage. So that's 150 bucks, right? On our old phones and everything like that. So now we do this. We go to AT&T. We have brand new phones. We have um, unlimited data still, but actual usable internet service. And then we have personal hotspots on our phones. That was like another 10 bucks each or something like that on the plan. But anyway, so we got brand new phone. Um, we have personal hotspots up to 30 gigs total, which is plenty because, I mean, we seldom watch Netflix on the TV anymore, you know, we might be watching stuff on our phone, but then you're not using your hotspot anyway, right? Sure. And then your store, your standard data. So we got that. We got the 35 free channels that come with um, AT&T plan, unlimited plans, and then I get a I get a premium channel. Which guess what? I have HBO again. I just canceled it like two weeks ago because I couldn't use it because the internet was so bad. Now I got it again. Winning, right? Welcome back. Welcome back. So, welcome back. So think about it. That's another 15 bucks that I was spending. So that's 165 And now I'm paying for all that stuff, including insurance on the phone for just a little bit, just so I feel comfortable. Because, I mean, if we break one of these now, it's like 750 bucks to replace one. Anyway, so total is about 200 bucks. Yeah. You know, brand new phones, um, unlimited actual usable data and hotspots up to 30 gigs i mean i think it's a pretty good deal i mean it's costing us a little bit more but after paying 50 bucks a month for basically nothing um really can't complain you know what i'm saying having actual customer service is yeah it was, it's an easy choice 
You break it down to dollars and cents and functionality, man. Dude. I mean, these are smart business decisions. Yeah, I'm, I'm a penny pincher, but right there, I was like, this is bullshit. Because yes. sitting at home, not being able to use the internet, it's freaking 2019, right. man. I, I was done with that. Yeah. I, I couldn't do any work right. from home, anything like that. And if I'm going to have to work on the weekends, damn it, I don't want to have to go to the school. That's a hassle, man. I'd rather be able to stay oh, home. Oh, no, dude. Yeah, see the wife and the kid, man. Yeah. I mean, for real. It is, like you said, it's 2019, for Christ's sake. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was unbelievable, man. I was, I, I had it. I was fed up. I didn't even care anymore. So now, now you have this technology that you know. I don't know. I've taken for granted for probably two decades. That that's cool. That's it. Right? I'd say that's six. Neat. I'd say six years. Six years. That's that's neat that you have good internet now, yep. right? Yep. So some some things to possibly enjoy said internet with some of the things coming out that that's got me pretty excited. I think we've talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Yes, sir. November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, my my daughter will be two years old on in that month, and uh, I don't know if she's going to really understand the significance of it. But her birthday gift might be Disney Plus for a year. Uh, right. It's it's a household it's gift. For, we can all enjoy this. That's my bike. It's for all of us. Some of the best gifts, man. I'm telling you. Yep. Yep. Video game systems. It's more fun if you have people to play with. Yep. That's true. That's true. I don't know, an Xbox uh, One or, you know, a PS4 Pro, that might be a little excessive for a two-year-old bro. But you know what? I am not here to judge. Damn it. (laughs) It'll be okay. I think, uh, yeah, Disney Plus is going to be, it's going to be sick. Are they, dude, do you know, because I haven't done much research on it because I'm so prepared all the time. Um, Like, is that going to include Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that? Yes, all of it. Sick. The whole backlog, all that stuff's going to be on there. They got two different options as far as I've researched so far. Uh, just if you want to add Disney Plus to your robust subscription services already and or possibly drop one of your subscription services, mm-hmm. you're looking at $6.99 a month. I don't know if there's any ads or anything to that. I don't know what the business model for Disney Plus is. I, I Honestly, I should, probably should have confirmed that. But then they're also doing a good promo for $12.99 a month. Not only is that Disney Plus, but you're also getting Hulu. Mm. That is ads though i i pay extra to not see ads right but that version includes ads and then but it also includes espn plus i mean for 12.99 i think i pay like 13.83 a month just for netflix which is pretty solid content don't get me wrong but all the marvel and star wars stuff's gonna get pulled off of there i mean they've slowly canceled all of their shows Mm -hmm. daredevil the flash um punisher jessica jones yeah Exactly. Yep. So a lot of those have been pulled off already, I think, in anticipation of this, which I think one of the previous podcasts we talked about. But now it's like it's literally, you know, a month and a half away from this drop in. I mean, for six ninety nine, this is almost a game changer. Like, I feel obligated. I have to sign up right away because mm-hmm. I just I, I see that six ninety nine, the content that they're providing is way more than what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the value yeah. that is in our favor dramatically where you almost want to sign up to say does it lock you in for a while does it does it not if it goes up i know i you know i'm stuck you know because i just think with having two kids plus the marvel plus star wars and original content of star wars like the Mal- uh, maldorian mandalorian that's the man mandalorian coming out mm-hmm. uh which john favra is uh um directing that yep. i think i think he's the showrunner of it i mean that's just that's going to be huge yeah so, I mean, I, I, it's a no-brainer, dude. Like, I'm signing up in a heartbeat. I'm excited. Oh, I, sure. You know, technic, technical, can they support the amount of of bandwidth that's going to be necessary? That's going to be the question. Is Disney, Disney going to be able to handle it? Are they, are they going to well, have? Well, Disney, the back end, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, is it really them that's storing right, all this right, stuff? Right. Is it a third party? Like, are they prepared at six ninety nine? That is huge dude i if you have netflix or you have hulu you know i wouldn't say sling but some of those that have that content mm. you can you know amazon prime maybe amazon video who wouldn't sign up for 6.99 right you know what i mean right no i think um all the, they're not dumb man. they're not dumb they're prepared i mean they've been taking over freaking uh entertainment for the last what 10 years 12 years they're just incrementally just been kind of taking over absorbing more buying more stuff and they know what kind of a market share they're going to have, and that's the whole point. Right. We're having that six ninety nine per month. I mean, they could have it ten ninety nine per month right now, and 
they're not they you know they would have about the same uh subscription membership right so right at 10.99 i'd still sign up right Heart right exactly i mean how many no how many people have kids how many people will just like to watch their stuff and if they have star wars and right. marvel i mean how much did marvel make in the box office it's just an astronomical amount so i don't think right. I, I don't think they're going to underestimate at all they're they're so bu- yeah. they're so business savvy man they're no i don't think they're going to they're they're going to lowball um the, the traffic they're going to have i think they're going to have plenty of infrastructure yeah. set up yeah, I'm. I mean, that'd be really the only concern that I have. Not the content, not what's available. Mm-hmm. Just can you know, who wants to see buffering? I mean, you're used to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But us, you know, here in the 21st century, I don't want to see no buffering. Pay good money for you know high speed internet, true high speed, not that stuff that you have. You know. Time is money, man. Time is money. <laughs> Cash, dollar bills, y'all. I can't be waiting for this. <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this. Uh, so piggyback off that so we kind of went pg-13 you know talking disney plus because i think it was very specific that anything that would be more for the adults would be on hulu which disney owns now so that's kind of why i think where they're having that package deal that if you're looking at disney plus you are looking at the more kid-friendly stuff mm-hmm. if you're looking for stuff a little less kid-friendly you'd have to kick it over to hulu and then of course your sports is your espn plus yeah so a movie that's also dropping sooner before disney plus is joker yeah joaquin phoenix yeah. From the IGN review, I didn't really read the review. I don't really like to read the reviews too much because I, you know, I always get nervous about spoilers. Yeah. I just like to scroll all the way to the bottom and just see the number. Just tell me what it got reviewed at, and I'm pretty sure it was a ten, yeah. a masterpiece. Yeah. And that is exciting, mm-hmm. very exciting. But in recent days, I don't know if you've kept tabs on any of this, man. The amount of, I don't want to say backlash, but concern uh, related to the violence that's part of that, right? Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so people are nervous about going to the theater and stuff because oh, I don't yeah. remember if you recall one of the uh, Batman movies came out and then the shooting in Colorado happened. Yep. And so, of course, there's there's a lot of concerns about that now. I think a lot of places are banning where you can't dress up as the Joker, you can't wear a mask, can't have face paint on, you know, those kinds of things. So it's just, it's that world that we live in now yeah. uh, that you just, you, going to see a movie, there's concerns yeah, that's pretty sad. based on the content that's there, you know. But on the flip side, a school that a lot of these shootings and stuff happen, and I'm not, try, I'm not trying to make this political or by any means, man, definitely not what we're here for, mm-hmm. but a place of learning and a place that's safe that has issues with the gun violence and those kinds of things. So I don't know. None of it directly correlates. You know, I think the only thing is with trying to ixnay the, any sort of cosplay mask and those kinds of things is just to, uh, try to keep it a little bit safer and identify. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of nerve wracking to think about going to a movie. that's very, a lot of violence and stuff. I, I think between, uh, Phoenix and the director that I think it's Todd Phillips, they quit asking questions or are they're, they're still screening the movie somewhere and, and they, they're not going to do an interview at the end because that's where the media is taking it, oh. talking about violence and all this. So it's this great movie, right? Which it's, a, it's just a movie. Mm-hmm. It's not based on a real story or anything is now taken to this place that we're, you know, now, Phoenix and Todd Phillips are promoting violence, which is not the case at all. They are creating a movie. They are creating experience, creating this atmosphere mm-hmm. to watch a movie. That that's it. That's that's it. That's that's they're not trying to take that anywhere no, else. No. And my stance from the beginning of all of this stuff in 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 from the beginning, like I said, is that it's not it's not video games, it's not movies. Mm-hmm. It's how you're raised yeah. or not raised, right? Yep. And it's and it's you as an individual, it's you, you as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's that statement that, man, you know what? My mom's cool. My dad's cool. I'm just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's just me, yeah. you know? And, and it, I just don't feel like someone who plays video games or Call of Duty or something like that is now prone to, you know, no. grabbing a, a, a true, legit weapon, being able to use it, get their hands on it, and really be able to kill people yeah i mean knowing the difference between right and wrong that's that's what it is i mean i mean right if you simplify exactly between right and wrong what's entertainment what's real life what's okay what's not okay yeah i mean it's not like we played video games back in the day thinking boy we just cut that guy in half with a sword i think i'll try that 
Right. I mean, let's do our own Mortal Kombat tournament, dude. I love you, bro, we, but I'm going to have to kill you. We, we, I mean, we played WWE or WWF games. That's and true. Then we, we, broke some light, we broke some light fixtures. Yes. Little paper ball in the house. That's a different story. That, there's no violence there other than to the all the knickknacks that we broke. Some of them found years later. Knickknack paddywhack. That's good shit. That's good. Knickknack paddywhack. Give it back bone. That's true, man. Memories they never they never stop giving. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't replace that knickknack. That's irreplaceable. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> That's too bad. That's my bad. That was a. That was a. It was the bottom of the ninth. Two on, two out. He was up to bat, and I threw the sinker, and he got a hold of that son of a bitch. And I mean, got a hold of it. Exit velocity on that, fifteen miles an hour. I mean, it was gone. Real. Just did the Kirk Gibson running around, just the fist pump all the way through the house. Don't forget about the bad knees, right? Oh, yeah story of my life yeah probably shouldn't replace those knickknacks anyway please they're all, all they are, are dust collectors man they're fancy looking dust collectors they're right they're weird <laughs> man them sons of bitches creep me out mm. speaking of creeping me out you know what else creeped me out talking about clowns joaquin phoenix nope joaquin phoenix just creeped shit out of me too uh no it it oh, too man, yeah. saw that opening night dude was it pretty amazing? And 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 we saw the first one, and uh, it was it was good, right? And of course, you want to see the next one in the theater. Same experience. Something about that creepy ass clown. I don't know. I just feel like I need to see it in the theater because I don't. I'm not a big horror genre. Not my, not my, not my shtick. No. But something about it just really wanted to see it and experience it. it resonates. And so, like I said, just right. And it's just natural to go to the theater for the other one, or the new one, if you saw the first one, right? Mm-hmm. So he did, and uh, what I wasn't prepared for, being the older that I am with kids uh, and getting sleepy, was it was two hours and like 50 minutes of movie. That doesn't include like all the previews and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty brutal. But it, it, And it wasn't because it felt like you were there forever mm-hmm. uh, or for an extremely long time. It was just the fact that my body was tired. <laughs> Like I was ready for bed. I physically can't do it. Just physically, yeah, but did not fall asleep because I've been known to do that at the theater. Uh, but when you're dropping kind of 14 bucks or whatever it is, like, no, I stayed up, man. I'm a penny pincher too, bro. That's extra motivation. True, tr- tr- tried and true. So, and it, there's some parts in there that creeped the hell out of me, dude. And, and, and sleeping the next couple nights was a little, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, one eye open kind of Are thing. You serious? Oh, we're going to leave, we're going to leave the light on, you know, or whatever. I'm a big baby though, you know, <laughs> there's just parts of it you think about and you're just like, what the hell? And, you should be more afraid uh, so, of yeah. sleeping. Easy, man. Come on, dude. Don't give me a complex. I just got over that. <laughs> I don't need this. Sleep with one eye open. And this is just something. It's like hot off the press stuff, though. But did you see that uh, James Hetfield, yep. Talica's back in rehab? Yeah, oh, that's that, a bummer, no. dude. That's a bummer. I was reading those last time he was in rehab was 2001. So it's not like it's kind of the two-on, one-off kind of cycle, you oh, know? Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of that's kind of depressing and, and hopefully gets well you know i think it was overseas is the tour that got canceled mm. um but they were open and transparent which i think is nice you know they didn't say like an injury they didn't make anything up it's just like hey you know yeah. james has battled with his demons uh and, and he's back in rehab you know they weren't specific it was alcohol or drugs i think back in the day it was always alcohol yeah, i think that was kind of the whole band's choice kind of was mm. so they had to cancel their european tour so they're supposed to reschedule and stuff, but hopefully he gets well, dude. Like, he's still a hell of a performer. Metallica still puts on a great show. Saw them in Denver a couple years ago with uh, Volbeat uh, in, in Avenged Sevenfold, and it was a great show. Um, a little bit of a lightning delay, so that was kind of crazy. Then they came back out and played a couple riffs of Ride the Lightning. Huh. That was only fitting. Nice. But, you know, just big shout-out to James and, and Metallica and all the fans that hopefully he gets the help that he needs and uh, recovers quickly. So... When he's ready, you know, can go back on tour and maybe do those dates or whatever that looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, so I was reading that it's kind of we're coming up on the anniversary of Cliff's death too, and some people oh, are well, wondering yeah. if you know that's got something to do with it. But who knows? If that's related. Yeah. Well, you know, my gut feeling is, dude, that that could be part of it. But it's they really, you know, for a while there they didn't tour much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they were kind of low key, couple things here and there. You know. Yeah. But. Recently, they did another um, symphony show. Mm. They've been touring all over the world, uh, you know, doing great things. And I think their last album was was great. 
but I think that's kind of what wears on you. I think you just kind of get to that point of uh, that you just, you, you know, you've kind of go back into those things, especially if you're an addict of some sort. Yeah. Those habits die hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And those poor guys, I mean, it's just it just takes one, and it just kind of builds. And, you know, it might be fine for a while, and it's, then after that it fully manifests again, and they just kind of spiral out. Yeah, definitely, dude. So, like I said, hopefully he gets the help he needs, takes his time, and then comes back when he's ready. I'm sure the band will appreciate that. I think they tour for for Metallica. It's for the love of it, right? It is not survival or need money or anything like that. I don't think any of them are really um, uh, hard-pressed for money. You know, you just don't hear stories of them gambling it away or anything like that. I haven't heard of any divorces or anything recently. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there goes half. Yep. Sick. <laughs> Man, I got a girlfriend. I got a wife on the side, man. Shit, times are tough, bro. <laughs> Trump's in office. Tariffs. God damn. FDR's running this country FDR. as a drone. <laughs> yes, he is, man. Yes, he is. <laughs> so so speaking of, so kind of stick kind of more with the music topic, right? So one thing that happened fairly recent that was, uh, what, a decade in the making? 13 years. Was, was how long? 13 years. 13 years yep. for a new tool album i was trying to set you up with a sick segue there when i was talking about him spiraling out oh that's okay though. anima yeah i screwed that up dude no that's from lateralist but you're good <laughs> shut up dude i hate you <laughs> dick anyway bro first take right first take new album what i think the digital one had was it nine tracks Ten. Ten counting. Um, Ten tracks. What the hell you call it? Mocking beat at the end, which is just a weird freaking track. Annoying. Gotcha. <laughs> I'll be honest with yep. you. It's freaking annoying. Right. There's some things that are kind of goofy. I think the physical was seven seven tracks then, right? I don't know. I was trying to think of that because that's why you know seven was quite a theme in the making of that album. Right. Including. Right. And I think it was the name of Tempest. But I mean, let's just do that. The actual songs. Okay, you ready? Fear. Yes. Fear inoculum. First one. First hot, first first track, first single. Yep. Sweet rift. Kids will hear my kids will hear that that ding at the beginning. Yeah. And and they yell at me, No dad, no dad. <laughs> For whatever reason they do not like that song, but I love Dude, it. It's I so think good. it was a great first single. Yeah. I think it was a great first single. Yeah. There's so many theories and stuff around the whole album. Like we'll come back to it once we talk about all the tracks. But I, I agree, man. Fear Inoculum when they when they released that one on um all streaming services or whatever with the rest of their catalog was out on august 1st or whenever they did that and it was just non-stop just kept playing that over and over again and it's obviously instrumentally those guys are on another level and it's not like i play an instrument but you, you appreciate how good they are just because you can just kind of groove into it man like if you're doing anything or not doing anything you just kind of you just just feel it you know and then maynard just comes in and I mean, his vocals, man, they're, they're obviously different than back, than they were back in the day. All our voices just are constantly changing, especially sure. when you abuse him like that man has. But he's just right. so good, and it's so But clean. not only that, right, but it's not like he, for the last 13 years, hasn't done anything. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's got his other bands and stuff, Perfect Circle. Um, what was the other one? Lucifer. Yep, and and you know he he was still touring and doing stuff with them. Yeah, you know Tool was touring a little bit here and there. You know they could be very choosy on the um, uh, dates and stuff like that that they pick to play. Yeah, and once again, I think they're just a, a band that they're not hard pressed for money. You know they do it for the art artist artistic of it, right? Yeah, and takes the time and, and kind of if I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to. Maynard on the Joe Rogan podcast. No, right? that was during and, the uh, the, and, the era of me not having any decent internet. Oh, that's right. That's right. So that makes it a little tough, huh? Yep. Uh, definitely worth a listen. But, you know, he kind of made it sound like uh, the... Because I always thought that why they weren't on streaming services and um, some of the limits of trying to get to their music, right? Not on iTunes, not on Spotify, not on this, not on that, not on Pandora, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas A Perfect Circle and Pusifier were was not him, was never a Maynard thing, it sounds like. It was kind of the rest of the band in or a band decision to not do it. Um, and so he was kind of specific on that, that I, the band kind of turned that corner. And I you hate to say it, got their music out there, but on the flip side, probably cashed in just a shit ton of money oh, yeah. between getting it on there, hitting, the, you know, I think taking Taylor Swift down, yep. which for us, 
I don't want to say I'll never say I'm a metalhead, but I definitely love rock and roll, mm-hmm. rock the most, yeah, right? Yeah, a little sir. mixed in with some metal. Uh, you're just like hell, yes, yep. hell, yes, fucking a, yep. right? And so it was great to see that. And uh, anyway, so sorry, derailed. So we talked, <laughs> got to the first track, right? Yep. Ten, ten, ten seconds or ten minutes and twenty seconds of just pure tool uh, bliss. Yeah. We'll call it. Yeah, there you go. Very tool esque song. Yeah, man, it was. Yep. It's it's fun. And I mean, the yep. the the it's so much more. Like, and what, what was the length of the actual? Uh, lyrics, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just yep. all instrumental. Yeah. It's very small. Portion There's some build-up, yep, yep. And they don't give. Uh, you you know what's different between them is it? It's not the like I said. It's just not the money. It's not the commercialism of it. They don't give two fucks, no. right? They don't need it. Who the hell drops a single that's ten minutes and twenty seconds, dude? Off the top of your head, go. Time's up, right? There's just there's just nothing that comes to mind. You're like, uh, uh, uh. You don't hardly hear any five-minute singles, man. And if you do, they're edited oh, no, down. Dude. That three to four minutes is kind of that sweet spot, yeah. dude. You know, and then 10 minutes, 20 seconds, untouched, what's up? Yeah. And it's, all of it's good. I mean, God, they, 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 they don't phone it in for any part of it. or not, You know, and you don't hear some of it and just want to skip it. It's just all good. It's so rich, right. man. And then so, like, so that's so that's track one. Yep. So are we going to go off to the digital version or are we going to go off the physical I version? Digital. I don't even know what's on the physical version now. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't so going to pay 45 the, bucks for it. So, so the biggest difference between the physical version and the digital version is like oh, seven minutes for three tracks, which look like they're all instrumental. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll try to, I'll try to call that out for the most part. So, well, I guess yeah. See, I'm actually trying to. Do I it. guess uh, yeah. We can just do physical then, because I mean, I, I, I don't know the names off the top of my head for the uh, the instrumental stuff, and I mean it's right. And and they named them some weird ass things where I'm gonna screw up anyways. Yeah. But we can go through the digital version because I'll be honest, I think that's what most people grabbed anyways. Yeah. But um, so help me here. So is that Numa? Yes, Numa. P N E U M. Numa. My daughter can Coming say that, out. and it's so, it's so sweet. I'll just say, hey, hey, Numa, and she's Numa. That's awesome, dude. We are. Did she throw up the devil horns too? No, nah, man, she's too sweet. To you be get doing there, that. dude. You'll get there, bro. She's too. <laughs> she's too innocent yep. and pure. Numa. It's just. It's awesome. It makes me so happy. Numa. Eleven minutes, fifty-three seconds. Right. So they're still not pulling any punches. Right. Good track. Thoughts on that track? Um. It's 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 a little bit uh, a little bit more subdued than than Fear Inoculum. Sure. But, I mean, it's yep. just, it's such a journey. I mean, it's ups and downs with it, you know? I mean, they, they turn it up there towards the end, and it's all about, you know, how all of us are just, like, one one spirit. I think it even says that in the lyrics, but Numa has to do with, uh, in the spiritual wo- world. Let me see here. Because, I mean, it's, it's not, like, a new made-up word. Like, I read it, and I'm like, fuck, never heard of that, but it's an actual thing. Um, let's see here. Get that, get that internet moving. You know how it is. Numa. Numa. Yeah, um, but it, it has to do with you know spiritual being and all oneness and stuff like that. So it's just kind of an inspirational song, so to speak, coming out of them. Right, and that the uh, you just listen to the, the cover to cover, right? We'll call it. You know, it's 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 pretty much eighty. What is it, eighty six minutes? And you just the uh, when you close your eyes and you just listen to yeah. it. And I know it's very tough. Everybody's busy in the world, yeah. right? But you just kind of really just chill out and just kind of listen to it. Like if you're going to sleep or you're just trying to veg out, maybe taking them naps that none of us get enough of at our age, right? right? And and you just want to pop, drop acid, right? Yeah. And just watch, you know, Alex Gray photos or videos or whatever yeah. and just let it go and just go into a different dimension. Yeah. By no means do I promote dropping acid, of course, right? But... I, you know, and I'm pretty sure that's how Alex Gray comes up with his stuff. I'm pretty sure the guy does drugs, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And Alex Gray is the guy that's behind all of their, all of their um, art work and stuff like that on the on the albums for sure. Yeah, and l- looking here, I, I got the the definition of Numa up, and it's the vital spirit, soul, or creative force of a person. So it all it all makes sense. Numa saying we are all you yeah. know, one one creative force and stuff, and right some some oneness. That's good stuff, dude. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into this stuff, and I don't even think I appreciate it enough. I'll be honest. I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Tool fan in the world because it's just not fair and it's not accurate and it's a blatant lie. 
that's probably good though, because a lot but of Tool fans are douchebags. Let's be real. They, well, dude, they are just relentless. They have they, man. Like I think it's like the worst we, fan base. Right, and, right. It's a love hate relationship, yeah. man. They are as rabid as you want them to be, but when it comes to a thirteen year delay, or you know maybe a, a perfect circle coming out, like it, those Tool fanboys mm-hmm. don't appreciate that. I'm happy that he's still he's still making music and being an artist and stuff yeah yeah and, uh, like I, I asked somebody you know about you know you guys hear the new tool album yet or bring up tool and somebody's like i hate tool well i guess i never heard him i just there was one kid in high school that like that was crazy about them and he just kind of ruined it for me i'm like god damn it that happens that happens so much i think you know so those damn rabid fans man you just need to shut the hell up and let someone appreciate it on their yeah, own if you got some some douche in class talking about tools the best band ever you're not gonna want to be like yeah man i'll check it out it's more like shut up bitch yeah i don't want to hear you quit put get out of your fan pretty much you know i mean yeah. put some deodorant on odds are i mean let's be real yeah dude, we know these people they're they're the stinky ones in class for Definitely. sure bro wash your hair wash that ass <laughs> wash that ass <laughs> Yeah. All right. So keep going. Okay. So this is a digital version only. Uh, would be the. It, I'm gonna butcher it, dude. It's instrumental only. Litany contra la pure. Yeah. It's. I forget where that's uh, from. Which is French for litany. It's French for litany against fear. Okay. And that is just two minutes and fourteen seconds, and that is only available on the digital version. And then it drops into a 12 minute and 44 second track, Invincible. Sick, dude, I, I listen to that and I get jacked up. I, if dude, I'm listening to that and working out. Let's hit the weight room, guys. Come is. on. If I'm working out, it's Fear Knock, Invincible, Tempest, just those three. Just keep going. Yeah. I, dude, okay, so so we'll keep going. Heavy heavy metal, right? So then track five is a digital only as well. Mm-hmm. That is Legion, Legion Inoculant. Yeah. Three minutes, nine seconds. And then it goes into like my sleeper favorite, dude. And I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I was doing something, and I just really kind of listened to it, you know. And I'm like, dude, this is a sweet track. What, which one is this? You know, when it's relatively new, don't have everything memorized. You know, definitely not that those fanboys that know every lyric and everything cover to cover from like 24 hours in. You know what I mean? It's those people on World of Warcraft that already hit the level, you know, the next 10 levels within an hour mm-hmm. to get a fucking life. So, anyways, <laughs> uh descending right so that's track six 13 minutes 37 seconds dude i don't know about that track but i fucking love it dude it's awesome it's like invincible and descending <laughs> go together because you know invincible yeah, it's like yeah. an aging warrior you know it's just that's yeah. facing kind of that but then it's you know not not being afraid and then descending is you know you're, you're going you're, you're resisting that sort of a fall and it's like not just individually it's also like as a society and there at the end you know it's right. What does it say? Stay our um, oh, swan song and epilogue. You know, it's it's yeah. it's saying this isn't the ending. You know, let, let, let's keep let's mm-hmm. keep pushing forward and stuff, man. It's it's right. freaking awesome. And yeah, just it's, then at, when that guitar riff kicks on, when when Adam just jumps back in there at the end and just yep. oh, fucking sick, dude. Metal is back. Bitches. Yes. Uh, track seven, calling voices. Mm-hmm. Talk ten minutes five seconds. They don't mess around. Don't right? you point that at me. Yeah, dude. Good track. That also gets you pumped up. They're also good. Good track. Yeah. Chocolate chip trip. Right. Gotta love the names. That's instru- that's the only instrumental that's also also on physical as well as digital. Because it's Danny that's Carey's form- freaking little playpen right there, man. Boom. Just- that, and he was one that was very active also during the 13 years. He does some side stuff. A lot of stuff in L.A. Mm-hmm. Nothing big. Nothing as big as what Maynard does. And the other guys. Two, Adam Jones and Justin Chancellor, possibly, but definitely not as advertised, if you mm-hmm. will, uh, between Twitter, you know, the social networking sites of, hey, Danny Carey's band is playing, you know, tonight in L.A. or something, you yeah. know, uh, but definitely a lot smaller and stuff. But, yeah, dude, that guy's an amazing drummer. Yeah, those guys are, yeah. That's... But they're all perfectionists, and that's half the battle of why it takes 13 years to release a new album. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Tempest, it is, right? Man. So, yeah, 15 minutes. 43 seconds of just metal riff. Dude, this is them just showing the world that they're still better than everybody else at it. That's really how I felt it, man. This is how it starts up. It's like, all right, guys, here's our dicks. We're back. And really, like, it's almost like this. Oh, uh, we'll finish this first. I'll talk more. About, I'll go on with the, with okay. the point that was about to start up, but we got to finish talking sure. about sure. the well, don't, for, don't 
don't forget that we only got one more left yeah. right so it's a uh, instrumental only so it's only digital version and it's mocking beat mm-hmm. which wraps up the digital version that gives you that 86 minutes of toolness tool experience i don't know we'll come up with something yes sir so take it from there dude it sounds like you have a lot more to say bro yeah. so i'm gonna put it in your court okay. all right so <clears throat> reading some like theories or just people talking about like the album tool that you know they've spent all this time and they they the way they do all their arrangements man it's very unique and you know think about just from the start how do they usually start their albums man they start with a banger don't they you start out and yes, with uh yes, sir. with with stink fist okay that's a, that's oh, god dang it dude. that's a rager love their catalog. so good okay yep. oh yep. let's go back to undertow they start out with um intolerant which is freaking yep. awesome <laughs> Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. Gotcha. And I won't worry about uh, what was their first album called again? I feel I'm, I'm embarrassed right now. Opiate. Opiate. There man. you go. What's anyway, up, bro? What's up? I, I, <laughs> anyway, all those are bangers there because you know they were so raw. Back they then. are all. Yeah, they were raw. Very. I don't want to say punk feeling, no. but to a certain extent, just less produced. Right. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was what '91. So. Anyways, so all right, so we got we have Intolerant, and then we have Stink Fist, and then we have um, The Grudge. And then we have uh, Vicarious, right? So, so we we have very large, heavy songs. You know, uh, a nice pace to them. I mean, I guess the way they start out with Stink Fist compared to, uh, say, Intolerant, it's very next level. You know, but still, they they, they still smack you in the mouth just to start out. Um, and then yep. this album, it's more like Tempest would be the opener. That that seems that mm-hmm. seems more fitting with the rest of those. But also, um, let's see, I think the lyric on Descending, which is halfway through the album, and halfway through Descending, so it's right in the center of the album, Maynard's lyric is mitosis, which is the splitting of cells, you know, dividing of a cell. So you have the albums kind of cut in the middle right there. And then also, if you were to think about it, Tempest actually being the beginning, whereas Fear Inoculum would be the end. You know, and a lot of times their their the title track is at the end of their album, like en- Enema is at the end, Lateralist is at the mm-hmm. end, Ten Thousand Days mm-hmm. isn't really at the end; it's kind of right in the middle. But you know what I'm saying? Some of the themes, right? Maybe not exactly yeah. close. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, things like that. And I'm not even I'm just touching the surface here because I haven't spent that much time reading it because I feel guilty reading anything interesting because I feel like I should spend any of my extra brain time preparing for teaching students. <laughs> But you that are coaching students, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's there's so many extra layers to this album that like guys like you and I are men never gonna understand. And there are the people that are be looking way too deep, like a lot of Game of Thrones. Yeah, fans. you could just <laughs> right. You could just see Maynard be like, "Man, what the fuck is he talking about? That's not what I meant yeah. at all." Yeah, it's like the Beatles when um, they wrote that song. Uh, what the hell was it? Talking about being a walrus. I, I am an Eggman. I am a walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. They, they, they wrote that just because people kept interpreting their lyrics as more than they are. So they're like, all right, let's see what they come up with this shit. Let's let's write a nonsense song and see what happens. Let's really make this party happen. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 maybe some of that's happening, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And then all the themes for all their songs are they're very. Um, I don't want to say intellectual because that sounds so douchey, but. Like they, they they research so much stuff, whether it's philosophy, um, literature, right. all sorts of things, and they, and they interpret they, they include all of that into their work. It's just yeah. a lot of fun. Which is which is where, to a certain extent, you have your your fans that you know your surface fans, and then you have your very in detail fans, and you got to find that middle ground. You know what yeah. I mean? That they're fans, and that's where I kind of think me and you kind of fit in is more in that middle ground you a a little bit more because you take a lot of you know some of the lore and stuff like that you took with game of thrones it's just like damn dude it's like i feel like you're a teacher of game of thrones or youtube son well that there you go man you know what i mean and and sometimes it's not reinventing the wheel it's just you know my time is is evidently spent watching paint dry and and you're watching a youtube video (laughs) about game of thrones lore and history and stuff like say i'm a little and turn around and turn around reading the books too you know i'm like what why would i read the books i watched the show come on man some compulsiveness there it's not necessarily healthy uh we call that addiction and and i understand so (laughs) yeah i mean there could be worse things you could be addicted to so keep that in mind as well that's true that's true (laughs) the thirst of knowledge it's not a bad thing
That's that is that's absolutely correct. I mean, got you in the the world of teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, there you go. True. The thirst of knowledge. Now, now your brain is full, and you need to share that knowledge. You need to expunge said knowledge. Yep. There you go. Holy mackerel. So, yeah, dude, freaking that tool album. It's good shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Good shit. I mean, literally, we got like five or six minutes to the hour, dude, and there's like all this other stuff we wanted to talk about that we're just not gonna get to. So. What we do got to touch on, just based off of where uh, this podcast shows up, is we got to talk at least a little bit about <laughs> Good call. Good call. Or I should probably switch how this is described. I haven't taken the opportunity. You know, since we've kind of been on hiatus for three to four months of are we really where we should be when it comes to uh, content? Uh, describing us. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm good where the content's what we're doing. Yeah. But if someone's actually clicking on this to be like, oh, you know, I want to listen about video games from people in the Midwest. It's like, well, you're not getting much of video games <laughs> yeah. at all, dude. This so. is bullshit. <laughs> this, this is a lie. My whole life is nothing but a lie. <laughs> so anyway, so I know just touching on a couple things. Uh, Zelda, the new, not as new Zelda, but the remade mm-hmm. Zelda came out uh, for the Switch. Have you bought it yet? No, I'm I have waiting. Not. I'm going to, yeah. and I'm going to destroy it when I get it. Dude, it's going to be so much fun. I'm excited because that, that's, that's as a way to do as it. As a little kid, I could, the, the original, I just couldn't really do it, man. I'm, I don't know if I was unable to. Because it was on the Game Boy Color or whatever. No, wasn't man, it? that's and it was very... that's original game. That's OG Game Boy right there. Oh wow! Yeah. Not even on the color, huh? Jesus. Right. I mean, uh, obviously, yeah, I'm sure they they release a, an edition for the Game Boy Color, but I don't know. Man, I oh, just, sure. How can you milk it? Yeah, right. I, I just really wasn't my jam back then playing games like that. So, yeah. I mean, for this, especially on that small screen and no color, I, I feel you really. What a pain! What a pain! Now, the one thing I have enjoyed a little bit since neither of us have played the Zelda, uh, the SNES on the Switch that came mm-hmm. out, that was kind of cool. Where they've, they're doing some of the Super Nintendo games now, and all part of your uh, um, uh, Nintendo Online. Yeah. Uh, subscription, which is relatively priced well, but I mean, it's not like you get the same amount of content as, say, Xbox, um, Xbox Live or PlayStation Network. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you from the absolute bottom of my heart that fucking Pilot Wing still frustrates the <laughs> shit out of me, man. I played that a little bit, probably for an hour the other day, and I got to the fourth stage or whatever, and just something just pissed me off. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, have you had an opportunity to? Do any of that yet? Dude. Now that you have internet and stuff? Oh, no. No, I've been... Oh, it's no. only been a week. Oh, no. You're it's crazy. only been a week since I've joined this decade, so... This is true, yeah. No, man. Definitely, they got some good games. Zelda's on there. Um, uh, Super Metroid. Mm. And then a couple mm. couple other... I, you know, I'd say A-plus titles. Your Super Mario, those kinds of things. And the, the one thing that they did switch from, which is... I don't want to say disappointing or not, but they're not releasing it every week or new titles. Every, it was either every week or every month they were on a cadence. That changed, so it's kind of they release it when they release oh, it. Sounds like yeah. Well, I mean, they only have so many games. And then the uh, Switch Lite came out. I don't know too much about that, other than it's a little smaller and I think better battery. I, I read something that it's like the best handheld ever made or something, but I mean, big deal, you know. Well, the Switch was up until the Switch Lite, I think. Yeah. Right? Is that a fair yeah? Like, yeah, like either yeah. it's like the handiest or the most comfortable one or something like that. I mean, there's some detail yeah. that they're talking about. I'm like, well, I'd hope so. It's the newest one. Like. How, yeah, I mean, how many yeah. how many freaking handhelds just are went there, backwards. and most of them are Nintendo. I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, because PlayStation Sony is not doing anything. They haven't done anything since, what, the Vita? Yeah. And then Xbox has never been in that space yeah. that I can recall. Because they know it's not their niche, you know? Right. Sega's been out of it for a while. I think it was, like, Game Gear. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, it's kind of pretty much Nintendo or Bust or your, your smartphone, of course, yeah. right? Um, one positive experience that I have related to Nintendo, since this is really all Nintendo themed, is I did swend off my Joy Cons, which I got at the uh, Go Live of the Switch. I bought, of course, what came with it, as well as bought another set, right, for eighty bucks, seventy nine ninety nine, six ninety nine, whatever it was, and they all of them kind of started experiencing the drift issues, and so uh, I read online that they were fixing those for free outside of warranty like you didn't have to worry about having to pay 40 bucks or this or that so i put it to the test i'm like well i'm gonna send mine off you know i tried to prep the kids like hey the the switch controllers aren't gonna be there we still have the pro controllers but they don't really use that too much they use it more in handheld mode you know and i sent those off somewhere in california and uh and it was easy you know i just didn't have to talk to anybody right anymore who wants to talk to anybody on the phone filled it out online you know i did try recalibrating it myself you know a couple of those things i knew that they would want me to do first and uh 
sent it off. They got me a prepaid shipping label or whatever. I think the only thing I didn't like was that it was ground shipping to them, right? Yeah. So that takes a little bit longer than necessary. I, I understand the cost savings measure. And maybe if it was still under warranty, maybe it's quicker. But since they were doing it out of warranty, uh, got it there or whatever. There's a link that there's, they send me that they kind of show you progression and stuff like that. So, you know, got there, fixed it, sent it back. That was two-day air, and all of them are no longer experiencing the drift issues. Yeah. Not very much detailed notes, and it was a third-party authorized repair vendor for it that was used. Uh, but I got no complaints, man. It was pretty smooth. Like I said, if it could have got there a little bit quicker, then it's back to me a little quicker. No. Even better, but it was out of warranty on all of them, and no charge, no nothing, no hassle. Like didn't talk. Like I said, never talked to a person. Sent them off, and they came back, and they just fill. They're the same serial number. I did confirm that, so they're not like refurbished or new ones, but the internals were fixed because they're no longer drifting or anything, and they just fill um, brand new. Nice, nice. Yeah, you can't beat that, man. I mean, you. I, I know I would sacrifice a couple days on something like that for the the lack of a hassle, you know. Yep, yep, and that's exactly what it was, and and you know it was all good. I wish you know. Um, a lot of other service stuff was necessary there, but that was the first time I think I've ever had an issue with a Nintendo product. Um, and so I, I can't complain. You know, I did fill out a survey. They sent me something today, and I filled it out and said, can't complain. The only thing is if shipping could be a little bit quicker. That was it. They probably gave you the big middle finger. They might have. Big N, right? Big Nintendo middle finger. Yes, sir. I said, that's not very... That's that's uncouth, Mario. <laughs> so... That's I mean, I, dude, uncool. we're at the, we're yeah, we're over the hour mark now, bro. Was there anything else that you wanted you wanted to hit up? Um, I like to say this from the bottom of my heart. Fuck Antonio Brown. Yep. Yeah, dude, it, he is a yeah. That sucks from a fantasy football standpoint. I think I drafted him in the third round. Maybe that's my fault. But you just think like, shut up and play football. Nope, nope. Uh, then I kept on him. You know, I stayed with him. Yep. Right. And yep. he went to the Patriots, scored a touchdown. I'm like, okay, you know, it's no big mm-hmm. deal, right? And then he get cut. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, come on, Brown. And it doesn't help that also in a couple of the leagues that I'm in, I'm in too many, right? Next year I'm doing one. That's it. Just focusing on one right now, I'm in three. Uh, Saquon Barkley being out, what is it, six to eight weeks, I think, or four to eight, Uh-oh. and everybody's saying it's going to be on the higher end. I'm like, well, well, just take my money. It was great. It was fun. Sweet. Thank you. So far, fantasy football has been nothing but frustrating. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, other than the Cowboys are the best team. <clears throat> yeah, so what? It's three of the worst teams, and they're three and zero. Okay, flex those muscles a little bit. The Cowboys are known to lose to those they're, teams. Okay, they're still professionals. Now, now tomorrow night against the Saints, who yes, they are down Breeze Bridgewater is not like he's not a bad quarterback, no. you know. Uh, and they still got a solid defense, and the rest of the offense is still there. Camaro, yep. right? Uh, that'll be a test, and that's Sunday night. That's Sunday night football, so it's on the main stage, yes, and that sir. is usually where they struggle, yep. the Cowboys, that is, right? So we'll see because Dak is – that Dolphins game, you, you got a little nervous up until after halftime of what the hell was going on, put it together, and then at the interview afterwards, he's like, yeah, I, that first quarter's on – or that first half's on me. I was just getting greedy because he saw him just sitting in the pocket looking for the home run, right. and they just weren't there. You, you know what I mean? Like, dude, just check down, maybe go run it, whatever. Well, why are they, but, he, you know, he's growing as a quarterback still, but he's looking for that fat payday too, dude. Yeah, he needs to just freaking sign a damn deal because, you know what, it's just going to hurt the team and it's going to hurt him too if he keeps doing that crap. Well, we need, need him. So we got Zeke, right? But now we need him and Cooper locked up. Dude. Yeah, I know. But that's still just the offensive side of the ball, dude. Mm-hmm. Like Byron Jones, right? Um, we did get Demarcus Lawrence. Um Quinn, I don't know how long Quinn we have for. You know, you got Vander Esch coming up. You got, J- I think Jalen Smith. We did lock up. So Jerry Jones is a mover and a shaker, dude. But this team where it sits is really good. It's just really expensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's how it's going to be, I guess. I mean, unless you can you can create a system like Belichick does, where you can just have so many interchangeable parts, and you know, you you have the has beens, you have the unheard ofs, and you just make it work. Hey, hey, when I do this, right? Tell me who you think of when I do this. Dude, Jason Garrett, all day. Yeah, Mr. Clapper, dude. He is not he saying, you know, and I know that's not what you did, but you cannot compare Ginger Clap no. to Belichick by any no. stretch of the words. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That coaching does matter. Yeah. Tom Brady's 42-year-old. 42 years old. He barely practices anymore. Yeah. And they're 3-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? With a revolving door. And that's another thing is if you have a running back for the Patriots on your team, on your fantasy team, good fucking luck, dude. Yeah. God 
Damn it. <laughs> Run by committee. Rex Burkhead? Come on, he's like freaking third on the depth chart. Give it to Sony Michelle. Yeah. That could be a totally separate podcast. We want to talk about fantasy football, bro. We don't need any tears. Dude. But but time is money. Money. <laughs> so, man, it is great to be back. It is great to visit with you, my good man. Yep. Probably going to go listen to some of the, while. the Tool album. I'm going to go make sure my fantasy football lineup is set. Uh, the one other thing I want to leave you with is, did you have an opportunity to watch the video of, I think it was somewhere in Philadelphia, something was going on where a baby or a kid was thrown out a window. Holy shit. To, I think it was because of a fire. Now, the kid was fine, okay? So I, I don't bring this up as being depressing. But during the interview, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy dug into Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. <laughs> I was catching babies, unlike Aguilar. <laughs> and I thought that was I thought that was the funniest thing. But last week he did. He did well. Yeah. This week, fucking goose egg, dude. Zero points. What the yeah. shit, dude? I think it's just me. I think I'm just a bad fantasy football GM. Well, I, that, it's mutual, man. I'm not very good either, so. There's well, that. you're new to the game, right? You're only doing the one league. I'm doing three, and it's 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 worse to suck ass at three than just one hole. <laughs> That's true. You think Anyways. you think you get one out of three? That'd be Hall of Fame baseball, man. <laughs> I gotta say one more thing. You brought up the clap. You yes. brought up the clapper, right, Jason Garrett? Yes. Apparently, yes. I clap yep. too. Not chlamydia. Yeah. Not chlamydia. I cl- I yep. clap too much during football games because now I've, I've noticed <laughs> I've noticed that. Uh, my freaking my skin my my skin is like getting damaged on my on my one hand like from from. So you're gonna have to wear gloves. You're gonna have to be Michael Jackson on the sideline. Well, or it's what? getting cool enough, anyways. Like I, I could have worn gloves last night, but like it's less. It, it awkward almost then. looks yeah. like my hands are dry, but it's actually it's just I'm beating them to the point of freaking having cuts and then having a two year old okay. almost changing diapers and using hand sanitizer is excruciating. So you just take that desitant that you put, you know, take care of her diaper rash or whatever. You're just putting out, just lather that on your hands, bro. You'll be good for next game. Go get them, Garrett. Yikes. Woo! Hey, Yikes. episode eight, the Ocho in the books, brother. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. And we are back in the saddle again. Yes, sir. Thank you again for listening to the Midwest Babylon podcast. Don't forget, you can get us at Twitter at Midwest Babylon or hit us up Gmail. MidwestBabylon at gmail.com. Until next week, thank you.